Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Tuesday's Turkish Thing. And this thing's pretty obvious it came from Turkey because it has Turkey or Turkish in the name. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about Turkish coffee. Now Turkish coffee, what makes you say, well, what, what makes it different? Well, it is very finely ground. It's unfiltered. It's actually made, you don't put it in a filter or anything, in a coffee pot. Basically, they take it, it's so finely ground, then they add the water and then they boil it. Typically sugar too, if you want sugar with it. Or if you like your coffee black, you would just have it straight black. And they serve that and they boil it up in a little pot called a chesve. Uh, there's other things that they can make it in, but the traditional way of making Turkish coffee is in a chesve. And those vary in size. You know, they can have them single cup size all the way up to large, you know, a large chesve that'll give you several different types of cups that you can share with friends and family. But Turkish coffee is a big deal here in, in Turkey. People all over drink it. It's typically after a meal, uh, you're offered one or two things. You're offered either tea, uh, they call it chai here, or Turkish coffee. Uh, they, they say kave here. And so it's, it's unfiltered coffee. Filtered coffee is what most people drink in the United States. But here in Turkey, Turkish coffee is the big deal, and it's very strong, and I love Turkish coffee. I've had it on many occasions when we visited the first time in Turkey and then after a few different times, but it's one thing I really enjoy and look forward to having uh, from occasion and time to time when we go to Turkish restaurants or we're out and about, I'll grab me a cup of Turkish coffee. I'll give you some advice, though. Turkish coffee is made to slip slowly. Don't just think, oh, I'm going to chug it. Uh, make sure to sip it very slowly because it is very strong, but it's also very thick. You, the ground are still in there. That's how it's made. It's how it's boiled and put together. The grounds are still with it. And so I would tell you this, that if you're going to drink Turkish coffee, drink it nice and slow or else you're going to end up with a mouthful of grounds. And that's not fun. Had it happened to me one of the first times I had Turkish coffee, I was trying to drink it quickly and it ended up being a lot worse because I had all the, the grounds in my mouth. But I just said to say this, maybe you haven't had Turkish coffee, but I want to I give you an option challenge. Go find a Mediterranean restaurant, go find a Turkish restaurant, go find a place and find where you can have Turkish coffee. Try it at least once. I always tell people, try it a second or third time. The first time you try it, you may not like it. That was how I was. I was like, wow, this is really strong. I think I may learn to like it. But the more you try it, the more you, you'll learn to like it, I believe. And you can have Turkish coffee and maybe you can come visit someday over here in Turkey and we can sit down and, and have coffee and we can talk about ministry. We can talk about the need in Turkey. But I ask you the next time you or you, you see coffee or you're drinking coffee, whether it's Turkish coffee or not, I don't even remember to pray for the country of Turkey. Pray for the Browns as they're trying to get their support raised and get over here. Pray for us, the Van Winkles, as we're getting ready to begin language school, begin to start trying to learn Turkish so that we can share the gospel here and pray that Turkey can reach with the gospel and that soon one day we'll be sitting across the table with Turks enjoying Turkish coffee and, and, and chai and challenging them about the gospel and showing them how Christ loved them. And remember, just pray for the country of Turkey. There's a great need here. And the next time you see coffee, please pray for Turkey.